What's the big deal about Arizona Cardinals hiring former football coach Cliff Kingsbury? Well, antitrust and much more. Professor Mike McCann discusses it in his recent Sports Illustrated article and here. This is the UNH Law Podcast. Learn more about the law school and apply by visiting law.unh.edu. Opinions discussed are solely the opinion of the faculty or host and do not constitute legal advice or necessarily represent the official views of the University of New Hampshire. So, Mike, two seconds before we hit record, you told me, oh, he did get hired. Your, your article you posted yesterday, I believe it was, said there, there was a lot of issues with it, but what's going on? Sure. <laughs> so it's it's a pretty unique circumstance where Cliff Kingsbury has been the coach, an assistant coach at University of Southern California for about a month. He was hired by USC last month and he agreed to be their offensive coordinator. That was after being a head coach. Basically, he suddenly became of interest to NFL teams. I think to the surprise of a number of sort of observers of the NFL, a lot of people didn't expect that Kingsbury would be a NFL candidate. Contemporaneously, the NFL created a new rule as part of its anti-tampering policy that dictated that before an NFL team can interview a college coach, it has to get permission from the athletic director of that college, which raises an interesting issue. Why is the NFL protecting college programs? Yeah, it's kind of interesting because You'd think it'd be kind of be poaching, but it's it's really strange. It doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah, you, the, the NFL shouldn't be protecting colleges, which, yeah. of course, invites the question of why they're doing that. And a, a critique of the NFL would be that they're doing it because they like the relationship that they have with college football, where players go to college for three years because the NFL has an age limit. So college football serves as something of a free minor league system for the NFL, and that the league doesn't want to endanger that relationship, that they like college football being successful. A, a potential antitrust issue arises there because it one would expect that the NFL and college football would compete. They're both yeah. providing high-level quality football. They certainly shouldn't collude, and yet that's what's happening here. So uh, Cliff Kingsbury's unique saga has led to him becoming the Arizona Cardinals head coach just after being a college coordinator, yeah. which is a very unusual ascension. And was he fired last November? He was fired in November. <laughs> and, you know, people say, well, he should have stuck to his new job. He agreed to go to USC. And there's an argument that that's true. But the tradition is that when a college coach, when there's interest in a college coach by an NFL team, that the college will let the coach do so. Here, initially, the athletic director for USC, Lynn Swan, said no. Uh, it's very murky circumstances of whether they relented or whether uh, whether Kingsbury did a buyout. It looks like he did a buyout. Whether the buyout occurred after the permission, we don't know, but uh, unusual, to say the least. You wrote in your article, Bill Belichick has some role in with his history that plays into this. So Belichick does have a role in this topic of tampering. Back in 1999, Towards the end of the season, there were rumors that the Patriots wanted to fire Pete Carroll and hire Bill Belichick. At the time, Bill Belichick was the assistant head coach and defensive coordinator of the New York Jets. And the expectation was that Carroll would get fired and then Robert Kraft, the owner of the Patriots, would try to hire Bill Belichick. Well, here's another unique thing that happened. In Bill Belichick's contract with the Jets, it dictated that he would become the Jets head coach if the current Jets head coach, Bill Parcells, stepped down. 
Well, Bill Parcells is also the general manager of the Jets. When Par- <laughs> so when Parcells gets word that the Patriots want to hire Belichick, Parcells quits as head coach. Belichick becomes head coach. And famously, Belichick a day later resigns as Jets head coach saying, I resign as HC of the NYJ. That was his written statement. I mean, not a normal resignation. That then led to a lawsuit where Belichick said, I want to go to the Patriots. The Jets said, you can't because you breached your contract. It then goes to federal court. Belichick argues, well, this is an antitrust violation. It goes back to what I mentioned, the antitrust issue, where you have competitors, NFL teams, joining hands, Belichick argued, to prevent him from going from one team to another. So ultimately, it got resolved out of court. But how college and how teams poach raises all sorts of complications. And it's true now with, with the playoffs going on. To a certain extent, I imagine the colleges would kind of have an advantage, the college that lost the the coach would get a lot of free publicity out of having this coach move up. It's like, hey, we're feeding the NFL with these top tier coaches. It's a good point. Certainly a, a college that has a, especially a coordinator, which is a lower level position than a head coach. If one of their coordinators becomes an NFL head coach, that speaks very well of that program. I guess with Kingsbury, you could say maybe that's not as applicable because he was only there a month. Yeah, he was but, there that long. Right, but, but with another head, with another college coach to NFL coach, Transition. I think that that would be very true. Does the NCAA have any part in something like this? Well, the NCAA lets colleges. You look, you look uh, slyly off to the side. I, I think you always have to wonder about collaboration between the NCAA and pro leagues. I think yeah. that there's that's a bigger topic. But I think here the NCAA would say that it's up to the coach. It, 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 the coach signs an employment contract with the school. It's up between the employee, the employer, and the employee. But the interesting thing is that the NCAA has all sorts of rules that prevent players yeah, the, from switching schools. There's constant transfers about the students and the student has to the wait a constantly. year, right? Whereas coaches just get up and leave. Why are they treated differently? Well, the NCAA would say that the coach is an employee, the student is a student, but that's a label, maybe yeah, exactly. more, more than it is necessarily a, 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 an accurate description. The link to Professor McCann's article on sportsillustrated.com is in the episode description. Also, follow him on Twitter at McCann Sports Law. Be sure to subscribe to the UNH Law Podcast on your favorite podcasting platform, including Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and Spotify. Opinions discussed are solely the opinion of the faculty or host and do not constitute legal advice or necessarily represent the official views of the University of New Hampshire.